0: radio
1: Rudolf Steiner, whose teachings led to anthroposophical medicine, biodynamic farming, and the Waldorf school, said that the heart is a seven-sided regular form that sits in an imaginary box in the chest. Regular means that all seven sides are identical. Plato described five platonic solids, and Steiner said there was a sixth one. He also said that the heart is not a pump. This fantastic claim was vindicated by Frank Chester, who figured out how to design a seven-sided regular form. This sixth platonic solid, two counter-rotating vortices are formed. Recent scientific studies have shown that these two vortices facilitate the closing of the valves, and when the vortices don't form properly, blood clots will appear. The man who unfolded a thousand hearts, Paco Torrent Guasp, discovered that the heart is a single muscular band, folded over itself in a spiraling pattern. The heart itself is a vortex of tissue. It is not a pump, it is a vortex machine. For centuries, it was believed that matter can only exist in three states, such as water, which can exist as liquid, ice, and vapor. Human cells are 70% water, but most of this water is not in any of these three states. We have recently learned that with water, there is a fourth state. This fourth state is called the plasma state, gel phase, exclusion zone, or structured water. And this is what pushes your blood through the entire cardiovascular system. Fueled by infrared energy from its environment, the water in our body becomes an electrical propulsion system. A certain percentage of the water in our body becomes structured water, and the rest remains normal liquid water, or bulk water. The structured water becomes negatively charged and forms the gelatinous outer walls of our capillaries, veins, and arteries. These negatively charged outer walls continuously propel the positively charged bulk water within, carrying the blood with it. This propulsion system will run indefinitely so long as it stays charged, and the way you charge it is with the Earth's electromagnetic field, infrared energy, and positive thought. The work of Dr. Misaru Emoto has scientifically demonstrated that water exposed to loving human words and thoughts is transformed into its natural hexagonal shape. It becomes structured at a molecular level based on our positive intention. This new model shows that it is the blood that pumps the heart, not the other way around. And in order to keep the flow strong and healthy, Our best medicine is to connect to the earth, get sunlight, love ourselves, and love one another with physical touch. Victor Schauberger spent his life studying water and found that in the natural world, water will always create vortices along its path. Schauberger learned that this spiral action is what structures the water in nature, and that when subjected to modern man-made water treatment, it loses its structure. Schauberger's work led him to believe that one could generate energy out of a vortex. He described it as an energy implosion, as opposed to an energy explosion. Dr. Tom Cowan, who has written about this in Human Heart, Cosmic Heart, has an interesting theory which may explain the saying, a heart of gold. Another recent discovery is that gold in its purest form does not appear to be gold at all. Under the right conditions, normal physical gold can be transformed into a fine white powder known as monatomic gold. This monatomic gold has been studied by multiple advanced laboratories, and it has very strange properties. It can be made to levitate and disappear. Monatomic gold is superconductive, and many would argue that this is what the alchemists were after. One of the ways of turning metallic gold into monatomic gold is by putting it through a high-speed vortex. When this transformation occurs, there is a flash of light and a 44% loss in weight. Dr. Cowan believes that the trace amounts of gold in our blood is transformed into monatomic gold as it travels through the double vortices in the heart, creating the spark of life. This video
2: at band.video, the mysterious human heart. We'll be right back.
3: It's Thursday, December 28th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this Good snow.
2: morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be here with you this morning for the live Thursday broadcast. I know we just started. Back up again with live shows yesterday, but I will be gone tomorrow. Chase Geyser will be sitting in for me in play. So there will be a live show tomorrow. I just won't be here. So let's make the most out of this show. We're going to take your calls. We joined by Joe Wakili in the third hour, host of Connect Those Dots podcast, friend of the show. We've a lot to talk about today in terms of what is going on in the Middle East and Israel, as well as some updates to covid nineteen and the revelations about that also the big the big showdown of the democratic factions is taking place who's going to win the blacks or the mexicans we'll, we'll We'll go live to the ringside seats, but no New York and Chicago are both experiencing well utter collapse basically and complete dissension in the ranks of the typical democrat voting demographics as they realize f- for the first time ever somehow it's finally gotten through that the policies of the democratic party are almost scientifically designed to destroy you and your people your way of life your neighborhood and your city and your country they're waking up to this and they're against it so It'll be interesting to see how that proceeds. We'll show you some clips from all of that. And, yeah, tons of other news as well. So we'll get into all of that. Go to your phone calls and be joined by Joe Wakili in the third hour. But let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 28th of December, 2023. Now, this story was going viral top of the hot news articles on X, I think following a retweet by, by Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm not sure if he was the first to bring it up or others, but this story is actually from a year and a half ago, but it is being talked about again. Bank of America introduces community affordable loan solution to expand homeownership opportunities in black-slash-African-American and Hispanic-Latino communities which is a lot of words to say bank of america offering no down payment loans to non-white people bank provided down payment no closing cost mortgage advances efforts to broaden access to home ownership and adds an existing 15 billion dollar community home ownership commitment bank of america today announced a new mortgage solution for the first time home buyers that offers a bank provided down payment at no closing cost The community affordable loan solution is available for properties in black slash African-American and Hispanic Latino communities as defined by the U.S. census in Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, and Miami. Again, this is from a year and a half ago. I guess people are just learning about this, surprised about this, think this is the only place where this type of thing is going on, where this type of program has been implemented. But this has more or less been the standard since, like, the 1960s. Here's what Vivek Ramaswamy said about it. Bank of America is now providing loans without down payments for homebuyers in black and Hispanic communities. Mark my words, this act of, quote, anti-racism today will be called systemic racism tomorrow when minorities end up defaulting on these loans. Ha! That's a good good point. That is a good point. Because, of course, that's what always happens with all of these programs. As they go, we really need to... We need to help up the poor black and Latino Americans. They can't do it on their own, okay? They're pathetic, all right? So they need our help because we love them so much. So we're going to give them a little leg up. We're going to not require the same level of assurances that we would for a white person loan. White people are good for it, and we understand that. But black people and Latino people, they can't be expected to provide the same documents or uphold the same standards, as white. So we're gonna lower those standards. We're gonna give loans that we wouldn't give normally because we wanna help them so much. And so then later they're gonna default in their home. We're gonna take their house away. And suddenly it's gonna look like Bank of America is defaulting on exclusively black and Hispanic people when really it's because they never should have gotten the loan in the first place, because you weighted the you you misattributed the weight of the balance and caused the whole system to fail for its intended purpose this is obvious this happens with everything it's just a different form of the uh, affirmative action in colleges we talk about all the time with thomas Sowell when he discussed the way that lowering standards for black and hispanic or any non-white people would inevitably lead to people of non-white races dropping out of college at a much higher rate having a much more difficult time throughout the college experience And in general, end up being a net negative to the communities that they were intended to help. So uh, we keep doing it. So there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with the fact that we keep doing this over and over when it has such a predictable, a negative outcome. It's almost like it's on purpose. Meanwhile, the Biden administration is quietly shifting its strategy in Ukraine. Ukraine. For two years, Biden and Zelensky have been focused on driving Russia from Ukraine. Now Washington is discussing a move to a more defensive posture. Of course, they also just signed another $250 million deal. So that also happened. So shifting strategy, not to a less expensive one. We want to make that perfectly clear. It will cost just as much. It'll just be more pointless. President Joe Biden has shifted from promising the U.S. would back Ukraine for, quote, as long as it takes to saying that the U.S. will provide support for, quote, as long as we can. And contending that Ukraine has won an enormous victory already. Oh, <laughs> well, if they already won, let's well, stop sending them hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. You know, I am I'm in awe of the victory that Ukraine has achieved. They can go away now. What a victorious time Zelensky's had as president. Just victory after victory. He can go away now forever. Thank you. Another way of putting this article, the Biden administration quietly shifting its strategy in Ukraine. So it was like it's a headline. It's like how Ukraine can win the war without winning any territory back. It's like, oh, oh you figured out a way, did you? Oh you mean you're going to surrender and call for peace now 2 years after you should have great great and we actually have uh, some other news in that regard as well yesterday we showed you the video of the very old men being recruited into the Ukrainian armed forces 56 year old men sitting around in barracks like freshman recruits to the murder school and it's even worse now now there's been documents have come out showing the change in the recruitment policy of the ukraine army to show that basically if you can still stand on two feet you're getting recruited into the ukrainian army all of the healthy normal young people in ukraine have been killed or casualties out of combat and so now it's the very very old men and the young men they lowered the age from 27 to 25 for who they're recruiting. But also, if you're missing fingers or missing an eye or have epilepsy or any other number, giant list of debilitating conditions, they are still going to recruit you for how desperate they are to win this glorious victory type of thing, this glorious victory style surrender. <laughs> I can't believe it's not victory. It tastes just like victory, but it's not. It's not. Nobody is winning. Meanwhile, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton wins $700 million settlement with Google for anti-competitive practices. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, together with attorneys general from every state and many territories, have reached a $700 million settlement for Google Uh, with google for their anti-competitive behavior related to the google play store which is very good news you know they they need to be held to account for that and uh if you were to start the timer when i began this sentence by the time i end it they will have made 700 million dollars a blip a nothing a drop in the ocean for what google makes they need to be fined a lot more than this for what they've been up to
3: winter isn't coming Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sump Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So, weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at
0: InfowarsStore.com. Never forget that the answer to 1984 is 1776. We've come a long way in the fight against tyranny, and it's been listeners and viewers like you that have kept us on air. That's why we bring you the very best products so you love them, so you enjoy them, and so you come back and get them again and again so we can stay on the air in the fight against the globalists because it's viewers like you that keep this operation on air. And here we are, another Christmas is here, being the biggest sale of the year, Storewide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 60% off, storewide. My new book, The Great Awakening, get a signed or unsigned copy, it's all there. X2, finally back in stock turbo force finally back in stock it's all there at infowarstore.com so i want to wish you all a merry christmas i want to thank you all for your support we're in this fight together and i'll encourage you now to get store free shipping double patriot points up to 60 percent off on all the great products at infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139 infowarstore.com
3: listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
0: Born on the Tennessee. Welcome back,
2: ladies and gentlemen. We stayed
0: in the land of the free. the woods, so just do a,
2: you ever fish talking about Ukraine a little bit. only
0: three days day. The Biden
2: administration quietly shifting its strategy. Another way this was put in the New York Times yesterday. Ukraine doesn't need all of its territory to defeat Putin. (laughs) It's going to win in a different way. It gets the Spirit Award, which is the real victory. Pathetic. A new report in the New York Times that Russia is quietly signaling a readiness to freeze the war in Ukraine is both suspicious and tantalizing. Caveats are many, an armistice would leave Vladimir Putin in control of about a fifth of Ukrainian territory. He is not trustworthy, they say. He could use prolonged negotiations to bolster his forces for a renewed push. Could you imagine somebody doing such a thing? Could you imagine how untrustworthy, despicable it would be for a world leader to make an agreement, to sign a peace deal, knowing full well that he was just doing so with the intention of using the the time that it was giving him the pause that it was giving them to simply bolster and reinforce their military activity for an eventual showdown in violation of the treaty they just signed can you imagine how untrustworthy putin truly is in this speculative uh, not actually real situation because That is actually what happened in the lead up to Ukraine. That is actually what happened with the Minsk agreement admitted by both Angela Merkel and Schultz from Germany, both saying, yeah, the Minsk agreement, that was just to bide time. We always knew there would be a conflict, but we needed time to arm ourselves. So we pretended to play the peace game. That's what they actually did. So, I mean, I guess what New York Times is warning us right now is Vladimir Putin may very well be as untrustworthy as the European leaders. And we don't know. I mean, it could just be fine. You could just sign a peace agreement and actually stick to it since it seems like it's what he's done since the beginning of the conflict when they said, here's our military goals, and then they achieved those goals, and they haven't exceeded those goals since the conflict began, despite having the advantage for the last year or more. But we're going to assume that Putin is – I mean he's so evil. This dude is so – I mean can you imagine type of guy. He signs a peace agreement knowing that he was just biding for time and building up his army. Can you imagine? You have to imagine because this – he hasn't – done uh, the, Europe has done this. So Europe did do this. But can you imagine if Putin did it? Oh, can you imagine? Because he might. Okay. Sorry. I just, I just want to make sure we understand fully. How utterly baseless the claims of moral superiority our establishment from our media establishment, the New York Times, to our political establishment, the EU and NATO, truly groundless their moral superiority really is. But continuing – He could use prolonged negotiations to bolster his forces for a renewed push or lull Western lawmakers into cutting aid for Ukraine. He may be stalling in the hopes that Donald Trump, his preferred choice for president, will return to the White House and stiff Ukraine. Putin Trump added again, the the duo, the power couple. Just. Some people live in these lies, man, some people just it must be baffling. Just constantly spinning, spinning, spinning in a tornado of lies, each one building on the last. But it says if Putin turns out to be serious, Ukraine should not pass up an opportunity to end the bloodshed. Recovered territory is not the only measure of victory in this war. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I guess you should stop sending hundreds of thousands of young Ukrainian men into a meat grinder for no discernible purpose or achievable military objectives. I guess you're right, New York Times. Gosh, why didn't I ever think of that? Hey, better late than never. I I guess this is one of those better late than never things. Sure, we could have done this a year ago and things would be exactly the same, but instead we killed 150,000 Ukrainians in the meantime. And no, it's not actually stopping. Biden announces $250 million in military aid to Ukraine for the final package of 2023. Well, really squeaking one in there just at the finish line. Can't let the year go out without another quarter billion dollars to Ukraine. I mean, hell, they've got teacher salaries to pay. I should have grabbed the video, but a video went a little bit viral over Christmas break of a huge line of luxury automobiles in ukraine making its way towards a very high-end ski resort because while an unimaginable number entire generations of ukrainian young men from the lower echelons of society have been fed into this meat grinder total destruction literally dragged off the streets and shoved into vans and forced to a front line where they hopelessly confront a vastly superior enemy while that's happening, the elite of Ukraine are living in the utmost luxury and still you know, taking, their, taking their little ski trips and everything else from listening posts on Twitter. So under new laws, invalids or of third group are eligible to serve. So this is, again, the change of the recruitment policy in the Ukraine army. Now, you can still be recruited, even if you are missing an eye or blind in one eye, if you have a severe heating impairment, whatever that means, if you've had a tracheotomy, which is where you breathe through a tube in your throat, if you have jaw defects or dwarfism, or missing or non-functional upper limb or equivalent. So yes, you can be missing entire limbs, you can have dwarfism, you can be a 60-year-old man, you can be missing an eye, you will still be pressed into the Ukrainian army and sent into the hellfire uh, for nothing. It continues, you can be missing fingers, missing both feet. Now that's a dedicated soldier. You can have a pacemaker. Uh, If you have only one working kidney or only one lung, you can still be recruited. And you can even be recruited if you've had a traumatic castration. Yes, they are even pressing into the military the castrati of Ukraine. The eunuch battalion, perhaps. It's insane. And this listening post thread is pretty informative. It says because everybody is way preoccupied with Russia losing a single landing ship, let's have a quick talk about some events happening in Ukraine that everybody's too distracted to talk about. First bit of news is that Marianka has finally fallen. The writing was on the wall for some time now, so I suspect the Ukraine MOD decided to get out of the way and get uh, dusted. whilst the public looks away. A lot was written about it already, so I'll leave it at that. Second is the new mobilization measures proposed. I believe people are aware that uh, UA proposed mobilizing further half a million people, of which half will be used to maintain combat effectiveness over 2024. That basically amounts to 20,000 irreplaceable losses per month. But gathering so many people in so short a time is already – in an already mobilized country is not easy. So to complement mobilization, new rules were announced, uh, changing the definition of who is liable to serve, and we just went through some of that. So I think it's time. I think it's time. The war in Ukraine is over.
0: In case you haven't noticed, world government, globalism, the attack on the family, open borders, fentanyl, wars – tyranny, surveillance, censorship, Satanism is all out of the open. But finally people are waking up and realizing the threat. And it's Infowars that the enemy recognizes is right at the tip of the spear. And that means you're the tip of the spear. And I'm asking all of you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, and to get great products at Infowarsstore.com that will enrich and empower your life. X2 sold out for over a year. Back in stock, selling out, discounted. Shorewide free shipping, double Patriot points, TurboForce, the strongest, most powerful nootropic out there. It is discounted. Back in stock. Infowarstore.com. Get TurboForce. Get all the great products at Infowarstore.com. and I thank you all for your support. God bless, and good luck. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
3: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Folks, it's official. Democracy has died in darkness. Sad day for the military industrial complex. The Washington Post has removed the war in Ukraine section of their website. It's the end of a. the passing of an age. They're just, just going to quietly forget that whole thing ever happened. <laughs> yeah, spent been $200 billion. Established a dictatorship under Zelensky. Slaughtered hundreds of thousands. Of Ukrainian men forced the rest to flee to other countries, completely denuding Ukraine of literally entire generations of young people while massively enriching the worst people in the world and now that it didn't work out it just it's just gone away it's just gone now it's away goodbye So yeah Washington Post originally the headings said politics opinions war in Ukraine style investigations climate well-being tech and world now it says politics opinions style investigations climate well-being tech world DC Maryland and Virginia yeah, no more no more war in Ukraine as a heading. For the Washington Post website. It's over. I think it's official. It's done. It's done. We'll get into uh, what is happening with Israel. In the next segment. Before we do that. We'll take a little trip away from. Geopolitics. Into the politics of. Globalism. Video number one. We have a clip we have obtained a clip of bill gates being completely honest for one time in his life let's go now to uh, clip number one
3: i'm here in july and of course i flew in on my private jet uh very very important meeting uh the issue of you peasants eating bugs uh will be discussed at length uh that's never gotten the attention it deserves um, the issue of COVID-19 not killing off enough poor people and my vaccines not weeding out the rest of you bastards, which is a tragedy, of course. We'll talk about using killer robots next. Uh, Chat absolutely solved that problem.
2: Isn't that an exciting uh, development? Yeah, so that was obviously a, uh, a meme video, AI voice replacement or something. Y'all know? Did it say who, whose it was so I can tell the radio? C3P meme. C3P meme. <laughs> it's, the, it's the maker of that meme. But you understand that the, the robot threat's not an idle one. It's not a far-off fantasy, sci-fi speculative type of thing anymore. It's very much here. It's very much being implemented. I don't know if you remember earlier this year. Oakland Police. Requested a robot that could wield a shotgun. you remember that? Just a just 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 a humble request from our police officers. Hey, will you give us a robot that can kill a man? <laughs> a shotgun, right? It's the only thing a shotgun's useful for it's not speculative it's not uh, far off it is rapidly being deployed and in fact we have video of this from Houston Texas clip number 11 in a in a domestic usage situation and perhaps a valid one i'm not sure not sure what the conditions or situation is surrounding this footage you're about to see what i do know is i find it terrifying and i'll try to describe it for our radio listeners but clip number 11 is a police robot literally tearing a 18 wheeler cab apart like a tin can as it tries to get at the person inside so i guess if you're a if you're a radio listener try to imagine a literal 20 foot long metal dragon just eating its way through an 18-wheeler cab. Here's the video.
1: Um, smoke, you know, mm-hmm. really turned that window green.
2: I guess there's a driver yeah, in the 18-wheeler. Like
1: really,
2: uh, there's the uh, sheriff. Kind of the yeah, yeah, this,
4: this has the ability to tear. Yeah, rip, yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's got the any, ability to any, tear. Any, anything,
2: really. I've seen it <laughs> it's just, it's a, a, a articulating arm, kind of like just a crane arm. Maybe a blanket of some sort just of a reaching thing. in and ripping the door apart like it's made out of parchment paper.
4: Make a decision. Mike's made
2: out of tissue paper. You
4: know, the smoke wasn't enough.
2: Paper. I just, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting when you've got things like corporations deploying these without any governmental oversight. Isn't that going to be exciting? It'll be so exciting when these machines are not being controlled at all by humans and thinking entirely for themselves and instructed to give, uh, make decisions and follow orders without questioning. Yeah, we're the the robot takeover, it's like it's like right around the corner. It's not a coincidence obviously that we have the maturation of AI achieving or being very near to achieving AGI, artificial general intelligence, thinking for itself, having rational, logical reasoning capabilities on top of, you know, in addition to or as a elevated or evolved form of just repetition that AI is now. It's not a coincidence that both the physical and the mental or software capabilities of AI are simultaneously reaching new heights, while they're implementing the global government, while they're building the control networks to make sure that these these AI systems and these f- physical robotic manifestations will all be controlled by it's. Um, yeah, yeah, sort of terrifying, sort of a little bit terrifying. And I wanna go now to uh, clip number four. I'm gonna actually watch this, but this is Francis Collins admitting massive collateral damage from the botched COVID public health response. Let's watch.
4: As a guy living inside the beltway, feeling the sense of crisis, trying to decide what to do in some situation room in the White House with people who had data that was incomplete. We weren't really thinking about what that would mean uh, to Wilk and his family uh, in Minnesota, uh, a thousand miles away from where the virus was hitting so hard. We weren't really considering the consequences in communities that were not New York City or, or, or some other big city. The public health people, we talked about this earlier, and this is a really important point. If you're a public health person and you're trying to make a decision, you have this very narrow view. Of what the right decision is, and that is something that will save a life. Doesn't matter what else happens. So you attach infinite value uh, to stopping the disease and saving a life. You attach a zero value to whether this actually totally disrupts people's lives, ruins the economy, and has many kids kept out of school in a way that they never right, quite require collateral from. damage. So there, you, yeah, collateral damage. This is a public health mindset. And I think a lot of us involved in trying to make those recommendations had that mindset. And that was really unfortunate. That's another mistake we made.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, we might have to revisit that clip. That was insane. That was maybe the most insane admission I've ever heard. Essentially, he was told, like, you destroyed our family's life. And he was like, oh, well, you know, at the time, I didn't care. I didn't think about that. It was a mistake.
0: Infowarstore.com. We also have store free shipping, double Patriot points. We have X2 about to sell out. We have Winter Sun, the best D3, finally back in stock. Still good for your immune system. We have Vaso Beats with the nitrous oxide to boost your heart health. All of it. We have TurboForce, the m- most powerful, high-quality brain boost tropic out there that's also good for you, unlike other brain boosters that aren't. TurboForce, discounted. InfowarStore.com. Get TurboForce. Get Winter Sun. Get it all at InfowarStore.com. And I want to thank you all for keeping us in there over the years. You've seen that we've delivered together. You delivered supporting us. I've delivered not giving up. Praise God and pass the ammunition in the information war. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening. Signed or unsigned, infowarstore.com Take action. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe, who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.
3: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: I was going to move on. I was going to talk about Israel. I knew I had that clip of uh, Francis Collins. Wanted to throw to it since we had time there at the end of that last segment. I think we'll talk about Israel in the next hour. Because I think we need to talk about uh, what it is we just heard. I think we need to lay down some bitter truth for uh, Mr. Collins here. I'm sort of shocked by what I just heard. And I don't even know how to confront this with the gravity and the seriousness it deserves. Especially not in a way that doesn't require you have a bunch of background knowledge. Okay, I guess this is the good thing about InfoWars is that I can just assume that our audience knows most of the truth already. But in case, you were, in case you missed out on what we've been up to the last three years, being right about literally everything when it comes to COVID, Francis Collins was just asked about COVID policies having a negative impact on people's lives. And he essentially said, We didn't even take into account how this would affect people outside of New York City and Washington, D.C. We didn't even think, it never even entered their mind, which is so bafflingly wrong. And it doesn't matter if you're the doctor for the nation or a doctor for an individual. And because he shrugs this off or he, he justifies this by saying, well, we were just so hyper focused on just whatever it takes to save lives, whatever it takes to stop the virus. Is that the way healthcare is ever done? Ever? And I've talked about this a lot and I've read the Hippocratic Oath probably 10 times on this show because the Hippocratic Oath explicitly talks about this, it talks about the cure can't be worse than the disease talks about you're treating a human being. You have to take this into account talks about how the things that you do to defeat a sickness can't itself either cause more problems than the sickness calls, uh, causes, or, you know, if you want somebody to get better, but your so-called cure makes them, miserable and hateful and lonely and you'll have an overall negative outcome from your prescriptions if you don't take all this into account. So for him to act like this is a valid excuse, I'm, I'm almost at a loss for words. Dr. Fauci looks back, something clearly went wrong. In his most extensive interview yet, Anthony Fauci wrestles with the hard lessons of the pandemic and the decisions that will define his legacy. I, and I, I wish I, I wish I'd seen this clip uh, beforehand. Maybe the crew can just be looking up articles because I know people that have been tuned in since the beginning of the pandemic. I, it's just it's this idea that. Somehow nobody knew that shutting down all of the schools and locking all of the children in their rooms with the mask on their face, nobody knew that was going to have negative outcomes. That's the argument they're going with. I guess the argument they were going with was like, it'll be fine. You're, you know, paranoid. You actually just love COVID and you want kids to get sick. That was the first thing, right? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm all over the place because it's like the way... The way this goes is, and we talked about this at the time, and it goes back even to before the COVID pandemic response got into full motion, where it was like when COVID was spreading through China, when people were collapsing on the street of China, whether those videos were real or not, nobody in America was talking about it. Nobody in the mainstream media had ever mentioned COVID. Meanwhile, InfoWars is sitting here like, hey, there's something going on here. Hey, there's this virus. It looks like it came from a lab. As a respiratory illness, we should be shutting down the borders. We should be shutting off communication with China to prevent the spread of this disease. We're like freaking out about it. So, sounding the warning bells saying, hey, everybody, look over here. Look, there's this thing called COVID. Looks dangerous. Maybe we should do something about it before it gets here. And they're just like, shut up, racist. You just hate Chinese people. And then it gets here. And then suddenly they're like, we have to shut down absolutely everything, and nobody can go to work, and everybody has to wear a mask, and uh, children have to put their heads in pillowcases, and grandma has to die alone. And we're like, whoa, well, hold on, calm down. Like, there was this flip that happened where it went from us going, hey, why is nobody talking about this, to then suddenly we were the ones going – Well, hold on, just because there's a virus here doesn't mean that we should shut down the entire economy. The supply chain could collapse. You could have mass starvation, not to mention the mental, psychological damage being done to people who are being locked inside their homes. Obviously, the loss of learning is going to be massive. Obviously, the economic devastation itself can kill a lot of people, but even without death can have massive, major negative repercussions. We have to take this into account when you're laying out a prognosis, when you're laying out a system of you know, action against some sort of disease. This is what everybody does in their lives and everything. For some reason, we were the conspiracy theorists. We were the ones that were, we just loved the disease. We wanted everybody to get the disease and we just hated grandma. And we were just, you know, Trump sicko fans that hated Chinese people. You know, whatever excuses they use. So it's so, it is so insane that we were censored. We were demonized. We were... Uh, you know, almost arrested at certain points going to cover this stuff, place like Odessa and Midland in Texas, where they sent APCs, sheriffs with ARs to shut down bars for refusing to comply. We were warning about this. We were demanding that the economic destruction being wrought be at least taken into consideration. We were the ones talking about the psychological impact of what these policies would do, especially to children, but really to all adults And of course, that's why they want to censor us, right? Because then they can shut us up, shut up the people who were actually warning about this. So now, three years later, Francis Collins can get up and say, yeah, we weren't, nobody was thinking about that. Nobody knew that shutting down schools for three years was going to have a negative impact on children. What the, what, what? Like, honestly, I'm at a loss for it, like, he didn't even offer an excuse. He didn't even offer an excuse. He literally just said, we didn't care. He just said that when it came to the massive damage, financial damage, economic damage, psychological damage, spiritual damage, right? His policies, his policies meant that people had to watch their grandmothers die Through plexiglass windows, robbed of a last embrace. And his response when asked about this is at the time, we didn't care. You know, it's almost like.
1: It's almost like they were trained in Event
2: 201 to think very narrowly, right? To disregard some of those aspects,
1: right? That creates an opportunity for the people who funded event 201 to come into a society that's collapsed where small businesses have been destroyed and create, you know, mega corporations in their wake right? or create big box stores in their wake. Right. Right.
2: right. Well, because and he does say he's like, well, we were just like very narrowly focused. It's like. I I, I don't I'm honestly, I'm just it's the craziest thing. It is the craziest thing because you're right, because they were basically instructed this is going to be the response. And like they were told and and they were also the ones propagating the idea that like if you went against this, it's not because you had valid concerns. It's not because you had legitimate, you know, objections to the policies being pursued because they would have negative side effects that they weren't taking into consideration But that you were a science-denying conspiracy theorist that's very existence and ability to speak in public was a threat that needed to be eliminated, just like the virus. So... But it's like, that's... (laughs) That's not an excuse. Like, that's just not... That's not a... It's not a good reason. Like, it would be one thing if he was like, well, you know, we knew it would be... You know, we knew it would be damaging, but... We weighed it in the balance, and we decided that you know, people being unhappy for a little bit was better than them being dead, and we had to make that decision. But no, what he just said was we didn't care about what happened outside of New York City.
0: Finally, after close to a year, in early November, where I'm cutting this ad, we finally got one of our flagship products back in stock, Ultra 12, the highest quality vitamin B12 organic You take it out of the tongue so you get better absorption into the body through your blood vessels. And what it does to every system in your body is simply incredible. It's the natural, clean, energy, focus, immune system, everything. And it's 40% off exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. This has been rated as the best B12 in the country. It's available from a top lab that we private label it through at InfoWarsStore.com. Ultra twelve, vitamin B twelve, taken sublingually, now back in stock at InfoWarStore.com or you can call toll free and order it as well, triple eight two five three three one three nine and ultra twelve funds the Info war as well.
3: watching the american journal with your host harrison smith
2: watch live right now at band.video welcome back ladies and gentlemen uh we're gonna have to get back into yeah we're gonna have to stick with it right now because i i because i'm i can't believe what i just heard i cannot believe what i just heard from francis collins and i got to go through this with with a fine tooth comb i want to go back now to clip number four so this is francis collins and just to so let's lay the groundwork a little bit first and let's also just look at covid from a bird's eye view now that the storm has passed and we can assess the damage i think we all agree here at the end of 2023 Despite COVID having basically utterly wrecked immune systems and unleashed a some sort of bizarre mutation disease that is, I believe, like wrecked health across the country, in fact, there was an article uh, guys, if I can get the, the next stack of articles, there's an article in that about like everyone in California has a respiratory illness right now. And then there's these studies where they test the sewage for prevalence of diseased material. And around the world, the levels are higher than they've ever been way higher than the height of COVID. So clearly COVID, you know, unleashed something horrific on everybody and let let's just thank you let's just uh take this out of the realm of conspiracy anything like that and just just think about what we know for sure what's absolutely certain unquestionable confirmed we know that the vaccine doesn't work. It doesn't work so hard. The more v- vaccines you get, the more likely you are to get the virus. We know that the most likely scenario by far was that it came from a lab. We know that it was developed by EcoHealth Alliance in cooperation with Chinese scientists. We know that it was funded by DARPA. We know that EcoHealth Alliance lied to DARPA about the participation of Chinese scientists as well as the safety standards in the lab that it was being developed in in order to get the funding from DARPA in order to create this virus. They had to lie because they knew what they were doing was unsafe and not in the national interest. We know that lockdowns admitted by absolutely everybody at this point, the lockdown policies, the mask policies, even the social distancing policies had massive negative consequences and no positive ones. It wasn't a trade off. Wasn't like, well, we stopped a bunch of people from getting sick, but we did have to be lonely for a little bit. It was we stopped nothing happening to anybody. Everything happened exactly how it would have anyway, just in addition to that, literally destroyed the psychology of an entire generation or more story from LA Times everyone seems to be sick in California here's why what why do you think why do you think they say it is i'll tell you why it is because mad scientists psychopath globalists unleashed a bioengineered attack vector called coronavirus that has mutated into an unrecognizable form that is still Permeating in waves throughout the population. That's why it's because we've been attacked by a biological weapon that is constantly reconfiguring itself to do damage in different ways. We're going to get back into this because this is kind of huge.
3: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Again, folks, this is is just how it happens. We don't have a strict script that we stick to. That's what sets us apart. I'm not reading off a teleprompter. Sometimes plans change mid-show. I still am going to get into what's going on in Israel because there's a lot to talk about later in this hour. But, you know, I gathered a bunch of videos this morning, one of which was Francis Collins admitting massive collateral damage. But we've seen videos like this. You know, we saw videos of one of the CDC coordinators saying, you know, well— the way I made decisions is I would call my friend in California and I'd say, what are you guys doing? And they said, we locked everything down. I'd say, okay, good, because that's what we're doing, too. And it's like, a, so that's how you made decision? Like, that's not... What? You just admitted to. you caused millions of people to suffer hugely based on nothing? And you just admitted that it was just because your friend was scared that you did that? And you expect us to go, oh, she was scared? Oh, well, that's okay then. It, what? so i mean this so you know when i saw the title of this video i was like okay it's another one it's another video of another covid tyrant like the meme that alex showed yesterday the day before right of uh, golem Schmiegel going we're gonna imprison you we're gonna take your children we're gonna send you to covid camps only to flash forward three years nobody made you get the shot nobody made you get it right this almost schizophrenic Change attempt to justify or erase the horrible things they did. But then we watch this video, and it's so much crazier that I can, than I could even imagine. And on top of, so I believe what he's responding to, because he mentions a family's name. And I believe the question he was asked was something like, you know, here's this family that had some major negative consequence because of the school shutdown, because of the lockdowns. This family in particular, but really every family in America, suffered hugely, you know, because of the things you did. And then his response was basically to say, well, at the time, we didn't care. Well, at the time, we didn't even take that into account, the suffering of the people who were under the laws we were making. Again, as if that, as if that's an excuse. As if that's an excuse. It's like I'm in my backyard with my bow and arrow, and I'm just shooting my bow and arrow into my neighbor's backyard, and they come running over and they're like, "You hit my dog with your bow and arrow." It's like, "Oh, well." At the time I was shooting that, I didn't care about what was in your yard. So, I guess I'm, I guess I'm good now, right? I guess that's, I guess it's fine that I killed your dog because you know, at the time I was shooting the arrow, I didn't care about your dog. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like how baffling it is to even say that as a thing. Like, no, you don't understand. I don't care. I didn't care. I didn't care at the time. Now, I mean, I still don't really care, but certainly at the time it wasn't even in my frame of reference, what the effects of my actions would have on the people that were subjected to them. So let's move on. So I guess let's move on. Let's forgive and forget because I'm an expert. So it's just it is it's such a crazy. So I want to go back to this video. Before we do, let's just revisit Mr. Collins's participation in the COVID pandemic scheme, because it began long, long before COVID pandemic COVID itself ever reared its ugly head, long before the lockdowns and the school shutdowns and the masks and the social distancing and the grandmothers dying alone and the taking children away from their families and the putting masks on the newborns it long before any of that Mr. Collins was uh, very much involved in COVID-19 as in without Mr. Collins, there probably wouldn't be a COVID-19. And once again, For our InfoWars audience, you either know this, you remember it, or you will remember it as I bring it up. But to anybody out there that thinks that what we do here is in any way speculation or conspiracy theory, I'm going to read straight from Wikipedia, okay? The most mainstream source you could pretty much imagine at this point. None of this is speculation. None of this is even remotely unconfirmed or baseless. I mean, this is what just actually happened. Okay. So the person that we just heard say in response to when asked about the collateral damage, which that's the term they used, yeah, collateral damage. Like, yeah. Your family, your children's well-being, the last moments with your loved ones, collateral damage. Unnecessary collateral damage for a ineffective Damage in the first place. All right, it's it's collateral damage in the sense that typically collateral damage would be like you know you try to bomb a, a Hamas guy and you end up collapsing an apartment building full of children. It's like ah, but we were we were going for the Hamas guy and everybody else just got hurt. In this case, this is just like there is no there is no enemy. The enemy is somebody that. You dropped off with us, and then you just killed everybody. Uh, sorry. Let's get, it, let's get into who Francis Collins is, okay? Let's lay the groundwork for who this mass-murdering criminal is, and we'll go back to his response when asked about how the policies he pursued to combat the virus he created had massive impact. We'll go back to that in a second, but let's just remind ourselves that on June sixth, 2017— President Donald Trump announced his selection of Collins to continue to serve as the NIH director. Francis Collins was the NIH director at this time. On the 19th of December 2017, Collins and the NIH lifted the Obama moratorium on gain of of function research because it was was deemed to be, quote, important in helping us identify, understand, and develop strategies and effective countermeasures against rapidly evolving pathogens that pose a threat to public health. How'd that work out? In October 2020, Collins criticized the Great Barrington's Declaration's, quote, focused protection herd immunity strategy, calling it a, quote, fringe component of epidemiology. This is not mainstream science. It's dangerous. It fits in the political views of certain parts of our confused political establishment. You know, doing the thing that they always do, which is that these people, Collins himself and others, are hyper politicized. The decisions they make are almost entirely guided by political considerations. And then when they receive opposition from things like the Great Barrington Declaration, which was apolitical and was in fact just a group of doctors and scientists expressing their scientific and medical opinion about what was going on, he dismisses that by saying they're just politically motivated. So he's the politically motivated one who is dismissing what they're saying out of political motivations, and the way he does it is by saying that they are politically motivated because they always project, and hypocrisy doesn't even – doesn't even include what we're talking about here this is something far beyond that but he didn't just dismiss it as dangerous and political in a private email to fauci collins called the authors of the declaration friends epidemiologists and said quote there needs to be quick and devastating published takedown of its premises of its premise the wall street journal's editorial board accused collins of quote working with the media to trash the great barrington reef uh great barrington declaration (laughs) and of shutting down the COVID debate. So he was the head of the NIH who removed the moratorium on creating gain-of-function research. He actually provided the grants to EcoHealth Alliance to study back coronaviruses, which is the experimentation that led to the COVID virus being created in the first place. Then he worked behind the scenes and coordinated with Fauci, Fauci, and with the media, to shut down opposition to the solutions he was proposing. And now, years later, as the true effect and consequences and negative impact of those policies is finally coming to light and being acknowledged, it's been in the light all the time, it's just it hasn't been acknowledged by these people. But now that it is, his excuse for it is, well, we just didn't care at the time. We just didn't give a damn at the time. So again, in 2014, the NIH provided multi-year grants to the EcoHealth Alliance, which studied bat coronaviruses, including genetically engineering bat coronaviruses, in collaboration with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The grants were terminated in 2020 under the Donald Trump administration during Trump's feud with China over the origin of COVID-19. He was head of NIH. He removed the moratorium on gain-of-function research. He funded the bat coronavirus
0: research that at the Wuhan Institute. We'll be right back. What would you do if there was a tyrannical, totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population and they were already beginning to do it? You would rally against it. You would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support. and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at Infowarsstore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfowarStore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over Every year infowarstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the infowar and get great products all at the same time
1: in the early 1900s certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere And by 1950, the US government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness.
3: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: So Francis Collins was the NIH director who rolled back the ban on gain of function research. He was an NIH director when the NIH funded the coronavirus research in bats conducted along with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I guarantee you he participated in event 201 in some form or another. And he also coordinated with Anthony Fauci in the media to discredit and silence a large consortium of scientists and doctors who are very publicly and reasonably against the measures that are being pursued by these people, like lockdowns and mask wearing, despite the fact that they were proven to be right. We were proven to be right. There's no shortage of Stories out there. Again, I wish I'd seen this clip earlier because I would have compiled more. But for our audience, we know this already. But things like this major Oxford backed study reveals strict COVID lockdowns were no more effective than Sweden's open economy approach during the pandemic. From Infowars study, huge number of kids permanently damaged by lockdowns. And, of course, this was only allowed to happen because they silenced any dissenters. And as revealed by the Telegraph, COVID disinformation unit made, quote, hourly contact with tech firms, its leader reveals. Because the head of a secret government unit flagged critics of lockdown and pandemic policy for removal. And they were duly removed from social media. So it's not that nobody knew that lockdown was going to have a negative impact. It's that the people who were saying it were physically silenced, were ostracized, were demonized, were criticized, despite being right the whole time. But because they were silenced, because the only argument that was being allowed in the mainstream and in the halls of power was one that was predetermined before the virus ever even got going during event 201, was one of lockdown and shutdown and something that gave them all of the things they wanted anyway, contact tracing, the vaccine mandate, the social distancing, psychological trauma, the mask wearing depersonalization, psychological programming, the fear-based manipulation, the consolidation of small businesses into the biggest businesses in the world, the mail-in ballots. I mean, everything they got from the lockdowns, everything they got from the, Policies and procedures that they. Implemented by fiat. That was that was just the. That was going to be the policy and didn't matter if it was real. Didn't matter if it wasn't anybody who spoke out against it was silenced. And so they were allowed to. Pursue that route. More or less uncontested. And when asked about the negative consequences of this. He doesn't apologize. He just says that there was massive collateral damage. And frankly, he didn't care. Let's go again to clip number four, and we'll, we'll pause it and just sort of pick, pick apart what exactly he's saying and how much sense it makes or not. Let's watch.
4: As a guy living inside the Beltway, feeling the sense of crisis, trying to decide what to do in some situation room in the White House with people who had data that was incomplete, we weren't really thinking about what that would mean uh, to Wilk and his family. I mean, let's just, uh, what, let's just pause
2: it right there to just just pick that apart. I mean, he's essentially saying, "I mean, this is—it's just what they do, right? It's just what they do. They are the ones creating the sense of panic. They are the ones who are pushing the fear porn. So they ratchet up the temperature." They have everybody freaking out and running around like chickens with their heads cut off explicitly in order to override the logical capacity of human beings. And we, the crazy thing is we talked about this at the time. We go back to our shows while this was actually happening. And I guarantee you, I'm sitting behind this desk or behind the desk in the other studio and I'm going, they're creating fear to override the logical capabilities. What they're doing is not logical, but they are in a state of induced panic right? Mass formation psychosis. That's what he's describing here. But he's saying we were just so scared and so panicked in Washington, DC inside the beltway. And he wasn't even considering what the consequences would be to the average family out there in America. So they're the ones who create the sense of fear. They're the ones who spread the fear porn and create the sense of panic to override their logical faculties. And they just aren't even considering what the consequences of their policies will be to anybody but themselves. And here's the real clincher. They don't actually have to adhere to the policies that they implemented on everybody else. So not only were they sitting there going, yeah, I, I wouldn't even think about how this was affecting your family out there, you bumpkin, you redneck, out there in the sticks, not here in the big city, the big dumpster I live in called Washington, D.C., where all the important people live. He's like, but me, you know, I don't have to wear a mask. I'm going everywhere. I can go out of my house. I got a car and a driver just waiting to pick me up. See, I'm an important, I'm an important science doctor. So I, you know, I don't have to adhere to these rules, but I'm going to impose them on you. But I'm also not even going to consider for a second how they're going to affect you in your life and whether they're going to have any negative consequences at all. How bad those negative, doesn't even matter, doesn't even matter to him. And apparently we're supposed to go, oh, well, we understand because you were scared. Well, you were scared by the thing you did. Let's go back.
4: Dakota, a thousand miles away from where the virus was hitting so hard. We weren't really considering the consequences in communities that were not New York City or, or, or some other big city. The we public health people- weren't even considering the consequences. This early, and this is a really important point. If you're a public health person and you're trying to make a decision, you have this very narrow view of what the right decision is and that is something that will save a life
2: let's let's just let's pause, Doesn't it. Matter. Let's pause it right there too let's pause right there too that's not even true i mean what he's saying is absurd he's saying as a public uh, what he's saying is he, what he, he is that he did right is that he was actually fulfilling his role and his position as a public health administrator by doing what he did. He's not saying he was wrong. He's not saying we took into consideration all of these things and our equations was a little bit off and our balance was a little bit out of whack and we could have done things differently. He's actually excusing what he did by saying, well, you have a very narrow view of what it takes to save a life. But does that include shutting down a supply chain, which will lead to starvation? And actually destroy a bunch more lives. Like even if it's just about saving lives. What they did was not effective in saving lives. It probably destroyed a great number more. It probably destroyed immune systems. By separating people and keeping them alone and isolated and terrified of human contact. So their immune system stopped being introduced in a small manageable doses to outside contaminants. I mean... You think he doesn't get, like, this guy's This guy's the head of the NIH, and he couldn't figure this out? I'm some dude that didn't go to college in Texas, and yet I could figure this out? And yet I can think about this and actually attribute things like the Hippocratic Oath, which spells all this out perfectly, and he couldn't?
0: Infowarstore.com. We also have store free shipping, double Patriot points. We have X2 about to sell out. We have Winter Sun, the best D3, finally back in stock. Still good for your immune system. We have VasoBeats with the nitrous oxide to boost your heart health. All of it. We have TurboForce, the most powerful, high-quality brain boost tropic out there that's also good for you, unlike other brain boosters that aren't. TurboForce, discounted. InfowarStore.com. Get TurboForce. Get Winter Sun. Get it all at InfoWarsStore.com, and I want to thank you all for keeping us in over the years you've seen that we've delivered together. You delivered supporting us, I've delivered not giving up, praise God, and passing ammunition in the information war. Get a copy of my book, The Great Awakening, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsStore.com, take action. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news. Today,
3: you're tuned in to the american journal with your host harrison smith watch it live right now at fan.video
2: all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen i won't to spend too much more time on this uh, francis calls things i'll just say in closing thing that that just shows everything for the lie that it is is the great barrington declaration the great barrington declaration it's a bunch of scientists and epidemiologists getting together and laying out very clearly very scientifically valid terms what would be a preferable method of combating COVID 19 while taking into account the various side effects and unintended consequences of things like lockdown. And Francis Collins himself wrote an email to Anthony Fauci about coordinating with media to rapidly shut down those warnings. So again, just to take my, my metaphor here to show you how ridiculous it all is, if I'm, if I'm sitting there shooting my bow and arrow into my neighbor's backyard, it's not an excuse to then, if I hit his dog, he comes over and yells at me. And my, it's not an excuse for me to say, "Well, I just I wasn't even thinking about that actually." So thank you for your time. <laughs> you know, so I can't really be blamed. I wasn't thinking about the consequences of my actions and how it would affect other people. I was thinking about me and how much fun I was having. Well, it's not. <laughs> It's not an excuse in the slightest, so that's ridiculous in the first place. But then on top of that, it's like I'm shooting arrows into my neighbor's backyard. My neighbor comes running over and goes, hey, my dog's back there. Stop shooting arrows. And I shoot that guy and then keep shooting arrows. And then later, when they come and say, hey, you shot our dog with an arrow, I go, oh, I I had no way of knowing. It's like, well, you shot the guy who was telling you. They silenced the people warning about this. So then to later say, well, we just weren't thinking about it. No, you did this on purpose. No, you knew exactly what the objections were to your policies. You knew exactly how damaging they would be. You went out of your way and you coordinated with big tech and you coordinated with media to silence the people that were pointing out what hugely damaging effects your policies would have because you wanted to do them anyway. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, this man is still walking around and free. Him and Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks and Eco Health Alliance, Peter Dazic, are the greatest mass murderers alive at this point. Unrepentant mass murderers. They created the virus, they released the virus, they concealed their participation in all of these things. They instituted the lockdowns. They instituted the policies that were hugely damaging. They silenced the dissidents telling them how much their policies would backfire. They are mass murderers with victims in the millions. And they're out there saying it's fine because we just didn't care at the time. Unbelievable. But it also highlights how important it is to have an outlet like InfoWars. Because we actually can point out, when we were on air, the time that these decisions were being made, and show that somehow we, literally all of us, me, Joe, and Alex, everybody else at Infowork, like we're just regular people, no expertise, no position at the top of national healthcare bureaucracies like the NIH, the NIAID, somehow... We knew the negative impacts it would have. Somehow we were able to determine the truth about the situation, and they couldn't. Now, if we had been fully silenced, if we'd been censored, if we'd been unable to air and and spread to a wide audience the things that we knew, then they could point back and say nobody knew. We were all working off the same information. We all got it wrong. The fact that we are here proves otherwise. The fact that we were there saying it at the time Proves that what they were doing, they were doing knowingly. Proves that what they did, they did in full knowledge and awareness of how bad the consequences would be. Which makes them not just murderers, but premeditated murderers. So this is the value of InfoWars. This is the point of our existence to provide the counter-narrative, to establish as a matter of historical record... The reality behind these people's decisions, how they were made, why they were made, and what the consequences of those policies were. I hope to be here for the next big false flag they launch on all of us. I hope we're here for the next big disaster campaign that they unleash on the world because once again, we will be telling the truth. Once again, we will be pointing out the lies and manipulation and coordination taking place behind the scenes to allow all of this to happen as long as you go to InfoWarsStore.com. As long as you support us at InfoWars store. And it's really, it's so easy and you get a fantastic product. And I know I've, I've said it before. One of my favorite podcasts ever is hardcore history. And they always say at the end of that, you know, they'll do these four hour podcasts and they'll say, you know, if this was worth a buck, we'd appreciate it. If, you know, if this four hours of entertainment was worth $1, one of your dollars, we would, it would really actually go a long way towards helping us. so, if InfoWars' is steadfast commitment to the truth, steadfast commitment to telling the truth about what's going on, regardless of what they call us, regardless of the attacks that they levy against us, if our 10 hours plus a day of free content, Band.video and all of the great content there, all of the incredible reports with tens of millions of views, if that's worth just a buck or two, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Donate a buck or two. Donate five bucks. Get a product. We aren't even asking you to donate. That's the thing. All of this is free. We're just doing this for you for free. We're happy to. We have to. We're compelled to by our spirit. So we'll keep doing this as long as we possibly can. All that we ask is that if this is a valuable service that you find that you think should be around to provide the contradictive narrative to uh, what's being spread from on high, Please go to InfoWarsStore.com today. Purchase product if you're not into supplements or you have your own supplement brand that you prefer. I say try us out. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised, but you can always just donate, and then it's just straight cash injection, and obviously it just goes directly into this incredible crew, which is inexplicably talented and hardworking. Everybody behind the scenes that's keeping everything running, keeping the engine oiled. And in operation, please go to InfoWarsStore.com. Because without us, it's nothing but these despicable liars, mass murdering scum with the microphone. Make sure there's somebody out there with a microphone that doesn't want to kill you and isn't engaged in a campaign of genocide against you. Can you do that for us, please? (laughs) Go to InfoWarsStore.com. And if what we do here, 10 hours a day, it's just worth a dollar or two. And we we know how hard it is to make ends meet these days. So, you know, I understand if you can't, but honestly, if if enough people just, you know, make coffee at home instead of getting Starbucks and just send the $4 you save at, to InfoWars. I mean, if enough people do that, we'd never have to ask for a contribution again. And we would just continue to do what we will always do as long as we are in, op- in operation, which is, Stand up against these, again, just in, inexpressibly diabolical people at the top. We're just doing it right out in the open. Again, none of this is speculation. None of it has to be conspiracy theory. It's all just conspiracy. It's all just happening right out in front of you. And we'll continue to expose it. We'll continue to talk about it. We'll continue to sacrifice our reputation and social standing in an effort to Rescue humanity from the grips of these Just demons, just outright demons We're going to get into Israel in the next Segment, we'll be joined by Joe Wakili In the third hour from Connect Those Dots Also a very special video to go to in the first five minutes Of the next hour, but stay tuned Because we're going to get into what's going on in Israel In the next segment, try to do it all in one segment Wrap up where we are, uh, where things are headed latest developments with the Houthis, latest developments with the uh, Hamas hostage negotiations and more. Stay tuned for that.
0: The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that Cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nutritive and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick evil scientific cult of filth that will to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Please do not forget that my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening Part 2 of The Great Reset twice as long. The plan to defeat the globalists, launch the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed for shipping, double Patriot points. Turbo force the best nootropic, 10-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. TurboForce, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com, up to 60% off on so many great products that are there, Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, Taken under the tongue for absorption, it's back in stock, 40% off, Winter Sun, TurboForce, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beats for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost, nitric boost. It's all there, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. You're
3: listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Israel is continuing its campaign of eradication in Gaza. I have a lot of videos I can show you of just just horrible things of the IDF, just just being awful. I don't know if I want to go to those, but, you know, just bragging about killing babies. IDF soldiers bragging about killing babies, dressing up as Santa Claus to bring the gift of destruction to the children of Gaza. Uh, Just making jokes about you know, here's just a, a, a mo- moderate example, clip number nine here. Remember Israel, the IDF, it's the most moral army in the world, they keep insisting. Uh, here's them making making a big joke about the uh, residential complex that they had flattened with their air raid. Let's watch. Here's an IDF soldier knocking on a door of a residence.
4: What's name?
2: Uh, not getting an answer, it seems. Oh, it's because the door is the only thing standing in a pile of rubble. <laughs> not <Isn't that> funny?
4: <laughs>
2: oh, isn't that cute? No, families used to live there. Yeah. Probably still screams coming from the rubble. <laughs> isn't that good? Isn't that hilarious? An Israeli comedian on the beach of Gaza talking about how great it'll be to have a resort there. It's really despicable. I don't even think we need to uh, – I want you to go to this one. This, this has been going viral uh, recently. Clip number eight, Israeli soldier bragging about killing Palestinian babies and children. Watch that. We are looking for babies, but there is no babies left.
1: What babies? Say that again. Say that
2: again.
1: Say it again.
2: Say it again. No. Maybe I killed a girl she was 12, but I'm looking for a baby. <laughs> He killed a 12-year-old girl, but he was looking for babies, but they'd already killed all of them. It's very, very funny stuff, of course. Yeah, <clears throat> incredibly disturbing. Just absolutely monumentally just sickening, sickening stuff. But hey, hey, if it makes them happy, right? Israeli tanks advance deep into Gaza town after strikes cause new mass exodus. U.N. says 150,000 forced to flee central area in the latest exodus, deadly strikes near hospital in the heart of Khan Yunus. Israeli tanks advanced deep into a town in the central Gaza Strip on Thursday after days of relentless bombardment that forced tens of thousands of already displaced Palestinian families to flee in a new exodus. Palestinian journalists posted pictures of Israeli tanks near a mosque in a built-up area of Berej, which had apparently advanced from orchards on the eastern outskirts further south israeli forces struck the area around a hospital in the heart of khan yunis the gaza strip's main southern city where residents feared a new ground push into territory crowded with families made homeless in the 12 weeks of war Palestinian health authorities said 210 people were confirmed killed in Israeli strikes in the past 24 hours, raising the toll of the war to 21,320 dead, nearly 1% of the enclave's entire population. Thousands more dead are feared to be buried or lost in the ruins. So yes, the official count is now over 21,000, but that doesn't include thousands of people buried or lost in the ruins Uh, but simply listed as missing. Now Israel has escalated its ground war in Gaza sharply since just before Christmas, despite public pleas from its closest ally, the United States to scale the campaign down in the closing weeks of the year. And of course we talked about that too. We had uh, Jake Sullivan and Lloyd Austin, both traveling to Israel ostensibly to demand that they chill out a little bit, just try a little bit harder not to kill all of the civilians and, In response to that, they have uh, expanded their operations, sharply increased their offensive activity, and are continuing to kill people by the hundreds a day. The main focus of fighting now is in the central area south of the wetlands that bisects the Gaza Strip, where Israeli forces have ordered civilians out. Over the past several days, as their tanks advanced, tens of thousands of people fleeing the large Nusrat, Berej, and Maghazi districts were heading south or west on Thursday into already overwhelmed city of Deir al-Bala along the Mediterranean coast, crowding into hastily built camps of makeshift tents. Over 150,000 people, young people, women carrying babies, people with disabilities, and the elderly have nowhere to go. The main UN organization operating in Gaza, the the UNRWA, said in a social media post. Uh, And so, yeah, the uh, expulsion is continuing. The genocide rolls on, regardless of the pestering of the American uh, representatives. Now as a result of this, All the people that typically would be considered off limits or it would be a a war crime to attack uh, are being attacked with impunity. As Jake Shields reports on Twitter in response to a Sarah Wilkinson tweet, Sarah Wilkinson says the Israelis have killed at least 300 health professionals since the 7th of October, more than in all of the conflicts in the world combined since 2016. More people, more health professionals, doctors, nurses, people like that, killed in the bombing of Gaza since the seventh of October, then in all of the conflicts in all of the world since 2016, Jake Shields says they've killed more healthcare workers than any other modern war. They've killed more journalists than any other war, more ki- children than any modern world war, uh, war. They killed more UN workers than any modern war, and they want us to believe they're targeting Hamas. Censored man has another way of uh, framing this. Will Israel receive the same treatment as Russia? Russia's war with Ukraine has been going on for nearly two years at this point. Russia is estimated to have killed 10,000 civilians during this uh, period. And in response to Russia's actions, Russia has been banned from the World Cup, banned from the Euros, banned from the Eurovision, Wimbledon, etc. So will Israel receive the same treatment? They've killed over double the citizens in less than three months. Israel has indiscriminately bombed Gaza, displacing millions and killing tens of thousands. Israel has targeted hospitals, churches, mosques, and schools. They've committed multiple war crimes. So we will see how consistently these rules are applied, or is it one rule for Israel and another rule for everybody else? I think we know the answer to that. But regardless of the moral turpitude of Israel— they're not even winning the war they're not even doing this with a effective as part of an effective war fighting policy and in fact they're still just negotiating with hamas to try to get their hostages back israel warns of more military pressure while waiting for hamas response to qatar mediated hostage proposal the report comes after Egypt submitted a two-page plan over a three-phased deal between Israel and Hamas this week. They're waiting for the response from Hamas through Qatari mediators regarding a new proposal for a hostage deal while warning of, quote, more military pressure. Israeli news outlet reported on Wednesday. So there are uh, conditional negotiations going on to uh, r- retrieve the hostages. But in the meantime, they're continuing to uh, drive out the people that they've already driven out of their home. And they seem to be increasingly nervous, as they have been since the beginning, about the intervention of Lebanon. Israel warns that time for diplomacy with Lebanon is quote running out. As Israel pounded targets in the Gaza Strip from air and sea on Wednesday, a member of the country's war cabinet threatened actions on action on a second front along the border with Lebanon, where Iran-backed militia Hezbollah has fired rocket rocket barrages into Israel. The threat of wider war has preoccupied the United States and its allies since the start of the conflict in Gaza and has only grown as three Iranian-backed groups, Hamas, Hezbollah and Houthis in Yemen, launch attacks towards Israel as well as on commercial ships in the Red Sea. The concern prompted the United States to dispatch two aircraft carriers to the Eastern Sea in the weeks following the October 7th Hamas-led attack. On Wednesday, the Israeli military said that its northern command along the border with Lebanon was in a state of very high readiness. The military's chief of staff, Lieutenant General Herzi Halevi, said, quote, we need to prepare be prepared to strike if required. But they aren't making this statement, to be honest with you, from a position of strength. Uh, Yedioth Aronoff, as quoted by Warfare Analysis on Twitter, the Israeli electricity company has informed relevant authorities that they must prepare for the day when the fighting in the north with Hezbollah expands. It will target facilities, including gas and energy stations, potentially causing a catastrophe in the Israeli economic and living conditions. And we laid this out for you very early on in the conflict. But again, uh, when uh, John called in last week, talking about the fact that within the range of Hezbollah is basically the entire civilian infrastructure of Northern Lebanon, Northern Israel rather, and that it would come under attack if things didn't change in a positive direction. Uh, Meanwhile, the Houthis seem extremely confident in their ability to stop all unwanted traffic through the Red Sea. They are saying, hey, look, if you're not with Israel, you can get through the Red Sea easy. There's plenty of ships passing through every day, just not the ones that we don't want to pass through. And uh, troublingly, according to French intelligence, Saudi-Israel agreement against Yemen is being finalized, bringing Saudi Arabia into the coalition that America is establishing to fight against the Yemenis. Of course, the Yemenis and the Houthis said that if Saudi Arabia were to get involved, they would attack the Saudi Arabian oil fields that are within range of their missiles, which would cause a complete global shutdown of the energy market and massive consequences.
0: What would you do if there was a tyrannical, totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90 percent of the world population and they were already beginning to do it? You would rally against it. You would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance, twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsTore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over year infowarstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the infowar and get great
1: products all at the same time